friends, it's April. And Lauren. And this is Wife's Tales. We're both, like, on the urge. <laughs> verge, the urge. The <laughs> urge. <laughs> well, the urge of taking each other out. On the verge Maybe. of death. We're on the verge of just. <sighs> oh, that's so true. What uh, a rough week. Every, like, if we ever came on here and said, oh, my gosh, what a great week. Someone's pointing a gun to our heads. <laughs> Call 911 immediately. <laughs> like, that's not it true. Really, like, this week has probably been one of the roughest so far. It has, but not for any, like, negative, no, there's no negative things necessarily. No, it's just been, like, I think it's caught up. Like, this is week 21 mm-hmm. that we've been doing this, mm-hmm. right? Or 22? I think it's 21. Okay. I have to look. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. But it, I don't think people really understand how... Exhausting this yeah, is. Yeah, and how much time and energy goes into... It's not just that. I, And I've tried explaining this to other people. I have so many other moving pieces in my outside life yes. that I don't bring into this. And it's been one hurricane after another, after another. I'm just like, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm physically tired. And then I forget. Like, I'm like, oh, I have a full-time job. I have to do this. I have to move. I've got this going on. And I have a blog I have to write. Yeah. And a record. And I feel like it's going to get easier beginning next week because we're doing things differently. So, like, one person can pick up the slack if the other needs it. I agree. You know, I feel like that's going to happen. I really hope. We're just getting into a rhythm. Bonus of next week. Week from tomorrow. It's my birthday. Oh, yes, that's right. It's my birthday. I just told you this um, a minute ago that when your husband is going somewhere and you're not and, and you just need a break, like you just get so <laughs> angry at him. And John was, so our ball is tonight, but are they oversold tickets? So mm-hmm. I graciously declined, <gasps> opted out. And he's not going to stay for everything, but he had to go instead of everything because, you know, he, that's his thing. And so he's getting ready to leave, and I'm like, I don't even like you right now because you get to get out of here. I don't have anyone to resent. I'm really <laughs> I resent you because you look good, and I look like death right now. And you get to go out in the public. And what is that like? Get out of the house, and I'm just here. Me going out into public is con- it consists of work and the grocery store. That's my public. I don't even go to the grocery store. Although I did go to the grocery store this week. It's the first week I've gone to the grocery store in months. I did go to a concert last weekend, and I got recognized. Ooh, yes, I know. As I was in line to meet the singer of the band, <laughs> this, this girl came up to me and hugged me. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Oh my God, you're not even here to see me, but I'm getting all the attention. I know. You're that's welcome. so cool. That is cool. It really is neat that people notice and I don't think I have a very noticeable face, or maybe I'm unapproachable because they, I don't ever get... I have, like, a very familiar, like, just a common average face, I think. I don't, and I was thinking about that because, you know, my feelings got hurt because everybody comes up to you and recognizes you, and I'm like, hello, that is a part two. I don't know how I feel right about here. it. Like, it's happened, what, probably three or four times? Oh, more than that, I think. Random places. And it's kind of, like, it's cool. But I think I'm it's happened like, to me two times at work. And it's weird because... <laughs> Where I work, I've been there for four years, and even some of the people that come in there, rain or very often, they're like, "Oh, are you new?" No, I've been here four years. So it's funny because a couple of the people that have recognized me out in public have said, "Oh, I've been to Dr. Mancini's." They yeah. don't mention you necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's it's just your office. Just my office. I'm like, wow, they don't even <laughs> see. So I don't shout even exist. Out. <laughs> it's the place to be in jail. Clearly, it's, it's where everybody goes to get their teeth done. <sighs> so this week we wrote the culminating event, like the real that one. That was the final. Of how you and I came to the place that we are mm-hmm. now. And I've gotten more feedback on this blog than any other blog we've written. Like, people saying it's the yeah. best one ever. And I think maybe it's more of the content than... Or maybe. Not, or and I didn't really... Like, the actual event that happened. I didn't really fill mine with a lot of detail, necessarily. It's more emotion-based. Mm-hmm. And I guess I can go into the details now. Yeah. But... um I knew this was one of actually the first things I ever wrote about. Yeah, I remember you saying before that we last even started week. writing the blog because it was so natural and it was like such a pivotal moment in my life, not just in our relationship, but in my life in general. It was like the first time in my life that I was humble and truly vulnerable, mm-hmm. and that's not me no, at that's all. Not you. I don't ask for help. I don't tell anyone anything's wrong ever. I just suck it up and deal with it. Um, and I was in just such a deep, dark place. And the thought of being in an even darker place of losing my children, which I knew I possibly could because this was just going to be more ammo for them to be taken from me, that just sent me into... It really brought me to my knees, to be honest. Mm. It brought me to my knees, and you were the only person that I was like, this is my Hail Mary. I have got to give it my all. I've got to truly show them the person I am and the person I'm trying to get to be that's just, it's been blocked for so long. Do you think you picked the lesser of the two evils? <laughs> if it were between John and I, you're like, I th- eh. Yeah, but I think just coming to another woman, I, I am so much more comfortable around women than mm-hmm. I am men. Um, not that men scare me or intimidate me because they in fact do not. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. Um, but I'm just such a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. Like women truly are just amazing beings and they're soft and they're gentle and they're understanding. There's no one that I could have told that story that I was going through to other than you. You had lived similar things. Right. And I knew that. And you were the person on the other end of my battle that I was going through. So, of course, I'm going to go to a woman. You're the safest option I have. Of all this time that we've been together and all the different things that we've discussed and that I've found out and you found out, when I was writing this week, I realized I've never really asked you about this particular day. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because it I don't know if it was just too emotional. I didn't want to know the details yeah. of it yet. But what did bring you to make the call even? So I had actually been moved, kicked out or moved out of the home that I lived in for a couple days, only a couple days. And I knew it was coming up on Sunday where I was supposed to pick up, pick up, you know, my boys. And I want to say maybe it was a Saturday or Sunday that I called you. And I was home by myself. I was at my friend's house by myself and I was crying and crying and crying And I had discussed it with one other person, the potential of contacting you. And I was advised, don't do it. Don't. That's not someone you want to trust. And for whatever reason, that didn't sit well with me. And I was like, no, I feel like this is the one person I could trust. Because in the past, in the past months leading up to that, there have been a couple times where I had reached out to you and we had a really good connection. Mm -hmm. So, and our communication would just kind of deteriorate. And maybe that was a fault of each of ours. And so I was like, no, I think there's something here. And I had cried 
basically the entire day. And I needed to talk to someone. I needed someone to just hear me. And I hadn't been heard in so long. And whatever reason, I knew that you would answer. Like something in me just just said you were going to answer. Because I got, first you sent a text and asked, hey, when Mm -hmm. you're by yourself, give me Mm -hmm. a call. And I'm thinking, what could it, I never dreamed in a million years it was going to be what I heard from you. Really? Never. I I mean, because a couple times we had talked before and you're like, oh, okay, I have something going on. Or I remember you had helped a friend one time and you needed to be like picking up the boys sure. or something. Yep, I thought, right. oh, maybe it could be something like that. But never, ever, because I said in my blog this week that you had kept it so private that there were even problems going on in your relationship mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. I never dreamed. I told. I think even last week when I was writing, I said how I kind of envied because John and I had had such a great time when we were friends, and then when we started dating, and then when we got married, and all the custody stuff mm-hmm. started happening. It was so tough, and we just didn't get to really enjoy our relationship. And watching you get to, I was, I just wanted that. I'm like, well, Again, this isn't yeah, fair. The, they're the so happy, honeymoon stage. Yeah, and they're living the dream, and here we are just trying to get by. And for for you to say all this was going on, and even the details, it did bring me back to a time in my life where I was going through something very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think the reality when set in when I realized I had done, in my mind, everything I could in life, all the cards I had been dealt, I had done my best to make the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those times where I just was like, someone please tell me what to do. Someone mm-hmm. tell me what to do because I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I've exhausted everything. I'm broke. I'm homeless. I'm, you know, I've got three kids I'm still fighting for custody with. I have nothing. And don't and I don't know where you're supposed to go from that. And do you we think had, you were just finally tired? And you're like, you know what, I'm ready to, because you are independent and you do like to take on everything because I think I'm the same way in that. You want to take on everything by yourself, but I think you'd reached a point where you were just ready for somebody else to come in and someone to tell me what to do, to just take you where you were supposed to go. And And I knew that your personality, and I think that's why we get along so well now is a very take charge. You'll make a decision. And I'll just, okay, I'll do it. Like, that's fine. Are you saying I'm bossy? I love bossy. <laughs> it's such a quality that I admire in people. I've never thought I was bossy, but I kind of do now. I love it because it leaves me with no, like, responsibility other than being where I need you to be. You know what's interesting on the other side of that? I know that that's my personality, and I just, like, I, I just, I'm a doer. I just get things done. But that is very exhausting sometimes. Really? Because some days I'm just like, you know what? I need somebody else to make a decision. I need somebody else to just take charge because I feel I'm like always that, doing it. I feel like that all the time. That's why when somebody does take charge, I'm just like, oh, my God, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like, like come like, in and just control my life for a minute. Just tell me I'm what really to tired. do. I'm I'm beat. And so that day, um, you can only cry so many tears and I don't know why I still look back and I'm like, why was that such a difficult breakup? No, I I think it was mostly, I was disappointed in myself for trying something and it failing miserably. You gave that your all. I did because it was my last time. And I truly felt like that was my last time. Like I'm tired in life. I'm tired. I have very little faith in, you know, humanity sometimes. And so I'd much rather just 
bubble myself up in my tiny little world. And you guys, at the end of the day, were my world still. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something, you know, relationships come and go. People, friends come and go. Sometimes even family comes and goes. But my birth... not our family. No, and the humans that I birthed, they're never going to go anywhere. So when you have a family tie like that with a, a former spouse and now their spouse, that's a family bond that you're going to have forever. It's That's where my focus needs to be. Because at the end of the day, you guys are all that matters. And we briefly discussed this a few weeks ago that the man you were dating at that time, he wasn't on board with our family dynamic and we, we didn't even have one then no we but didn't I know it was always in the back of every I know it was in our minds and I know that in the back of your mind that's something that you probably did want maybe you didn't know at the time but he was not allowing that to happen no and I can't even say anything negatively about him on that because I found that to be the case in several um several people you know they think it's a cool dynamic but then they're very they get into it. Yeah, they're very intimidated by it. And I, I am understanding of that. I'm well aware. It's a lot to come into. It's a lot more than you think it is. Um, but being supportive, I don't think, is too much to ask. No. Just to, to be supportive in the fact that you don't want any of the chaos. Right. You don't want any of the animosity. Just We just want a simple, peaceful existence as co-parents. And I don't feel like he ever... I don't was on board with that. And I'm not sure if there's a, you know, a way in which you are supposed to handle. It. I just know that when I was reaching out to him or anybody really about just a, I wanted to vent about something. Mm-hmm. You know, if if John had sent an email and it made me cry, just let me vent about it. I don't need advice. I don't need opinions. Mm-hmm. Let it go. And and it, I think it bothers people that John bothered me. But that's not that's your, normal. Yeah, and that's not you really your you know, thing to deal with. Um, it's just, I need to deal with it. I just need you to be that like rock next to me while I be a little, you know, soft marshmallow for a right. second and cry it out. Um, and you kind of be the support. Yeah. And you kind of became that support for me in a way. And especially that day, I told you things that I didn't tell anyone for a very, very long time, which was just so shocking. And I think that's why, Because, again, I wrote this in my blog this week that I wasn't sure how to take everything. And had I had time to really dissect it all and and wrap my head around everything, I was hurt for things that had happened throughout the last two years. And there was part of me that wanted to say, you know what? I don't. I can't trust you because I don't know right, if, right. if your intentions are true. Exactly. So I don't want to get my emotions all wrapped up in this right. and really put my all into helping the situation. If it's just going to be another okay, we'll be okay for a couple of weeks and then we're not right. But there was just something about that day that made me think. You know what? This is it. Like it was almost like I could just sense that you were just tired. Mm-hmm. You were tired of the fight. You were ready to just throw in the towel and be done with all this and the repercussions no I won't say that that's not the right word maybe the backlash that I got from mm-hmm. even John saying April you can't you you just can't do that we can't trust that this is true and I said you know what I don't care what anybody says right now at, at this point I know what 
what you need. I'm going to be that for you. And I don't care who it upsets. And I think the biggest part about building trust that I learned is you have to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You have to be vulnerable and you need to be as blatantly honest as possible. Right. And I didn't, it didn't matter what secret it was that you needed to hear or I needed to tell, um, or vulnerability I needed to show, it slowly started to build a trust. It did. and Because if you were willing to tell me those things that could have, like you just said, been very yeah. detrimental to your mm-hmm. custody case, yeah, I had to believe that your intentions were true mm-hmm. and pure and honest, yeah. and they were. Yeah, You were ready for this nightmare to be over, and it took a while, but it happened for us, and... That's all that mattered. I mean, it, we said, John and I, meaning when I say we, we said that something was going to happen throughout this, and it was going to make us realize that, you know what, what have we been fighting over? What right. does this matter? And like you said, this is the thing that brought you to your knees. It did. It made you realize who you can depend on and who you can't. Because you said that you had even had family members that had turned against you and not been supportive. They just weren't supportive, yeah. Of this. Yeah. Well, and a lot of them, to be honest, didn't know. Oh, right. I kept it a secret. And and the only people that knew about what was going on in my life were the people I had initially reached out to saying, I need a place to stay. And I think... You and I have talked about this before, that our relationship happened so fast that one day we weren't talking we were in the next at each other's day. Throats. We were, yeah, and we were suddenly best friends, and I think people were all confused. But the reality was it was a very, I mean, it was a well-thought-out effort. We sl- started slowly. You know, we'd message each other in the mornings. We'd call each other at night. We would... Um, meet up, have dinners. We were we we're slowly building this friendship, but all people saw were boom, they're all of mm-hmm. a sudden friends. Like this yeah. doesn't seem right. I can remember Jackson coming in one time because it's like we had been long lost friends and we were finally reconnecting and mm-hmm. trying to tell each other everything that had happened in the last <laughs> few years. And so when you would come over we would just sit like two little and teenagers gossip. and yeah and gossip mm-hmm. about each other or to each other. And I remember Jackson coming out there and saying, Hey, um Are you guys friends? Yeah, now? are you friends now? And we're like, Yeah, we are. Did we just become <laughs> best friends? Yes. Can we make ourselves bunk beds? <laughs> Yes, you can. I gave you those. So technically, this is a total stepbrothers moment. It really is. I'm not sure how my husband and your ex-husband really... I'm not sure how they f- or how he feels about it or any of the ex-husbands involved, yeah. quite frankly. But he's the only one that really kind of matters because he's, yeah. you know, still. I don't think he's active. thrilled about it. I think he is. I think he doesn't get too excited about anything in life. I, I think it's very. Well, first of all, I think it's unnormal in general. Oh, yeah. But in John's world, very much things that are not normal just make no sense. Yeah. So I think it, it took a while for him to wrap his mind around, and that's fine. Um, but at the end, like I've always said, he's kind of the only man that matters right. in my life. So I can like him or not, but he is very important to me, and he always will be. And so he's very important to us. He's very important to this entire thing, and his support was 
was definitely oh, yeah. needed and, and grateful. I think John just accepts my strong personality where he is the man of the house and I know that he technically wears the pants even if I'm the one that irons them and picks them out but he <laughs> does you know I'm never going to do anything that he's going to be against and of course he's not going to be against me being friends with the mother of his children because sure. he knows that that's what we ultimately wanted mm-hmm. in the end anyway but I can remember the first time we kind of hung out and we were we went to look for your apartment, but we went couch shopping. That's right. And I remember sitting in the car in the parking lot of the what, fourth furniture, furniture store we had been to that night. And we we're just kind of talking about how my relationship with John began yeah. and kind of setting the record straight because I think it, there was a lot of maybe not knowing and Getting to ask the questions that you've always right. wanted to ask and never really thought you'd get to is kind of a cool experience. Yes. And, and for both of us. Yes, for both of us. And I remember us sitting there and you telling, we had this one incident that happened and you told one side and I told the other and mm-hmm. I said, someone needs to hear this. Yeah. This needs to be told exactly like that. Yeah. Because you just blew my mind with what you said. And I think... You saw it from my side and were like, huh, never thought of it like that either. And that's where we kind of started to joke about the fact that we should tell people our (laughs) story. We're like, we're going to write a book. And I'm like, what about something I've always wanted to do? And anytime we used to hang out in the beginning, I loved the reaction on people's faces when I would be like, oh, this is my ex-husband's wife. And people thought we were joking. And April would kind of like look at me like, did you really just say that? (laughs) And I'm like, this is hilarious. You have got but people to laugh still at are this. shocked when we say who who we are, you know who we are. Oh, or how we how our paths crossed. I guess so. Now I tell the story a little different. Now I'm like, so my ex husband is married to one of my best friends. Don't worry, we weren't best friends. Yeah, we were neighbors. <laughs> but but it, that's even worse. But it gets even crazier. <laughs> Let me continue, and you're gonna need like I'm gonna need props to show you where everything. I think we have to come with an owner's manual. We're gonna make one one day. Just like we're gonna here. make a pamphlet. If you want to friends with us, you have to read this first. You're gonna have to. There it is. And there's like a 90 day probation period. Yeah. <laughs> and you're probably not going to last because it's just yeah, too much. It's just a lot. I get it. But going to, so we'll go back to the blog because I wrote, I went more, of course you went I did. further went into, into it. Sure. Into depth about the whole situation. But when you were able to go and get your things. So that's, I'm so glad you touched on that. And that wasn't really something I wanted to talk about either, but um, I'm glad you did because then I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so I had lived with a friend for Oh my goodness, probably six weeks, to be mm-hmm. honest. It was well into February. And mind you, the hurricane had wiped out pretty much all of housing oh, around yeah. here. So getting an apartment was like survival of the fittest, basically. First come, first serve. And um, I finally found a place and it was ready in two weeks. And I still had to get my belongings out of the house that I had formerly lived in. Well, I was not, quote unquote, allowed to go back to the house mm-hmm. unless his presence was there. So. I'm sitting there like, A, I don't want to go back because that's just painful and like I feel like it's being rubbed in my face. And he had already packed everything up and put it in the garage. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do? Well, I can get a U-Haul. And then I was like, hmm, I wonder if John could go pick their U-Haul up and then I'll go with him and we can pack this stuff up. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm at work one day, and April's like, no, we'll go get it. And I'm like, wait, what? She's like, no, we're going to go get everything. I just know how you have more anxiety about... I avoid that things. Con- I would, very I would just have never gone back yeah, to my belongings. Like, you like, can't just leave I your can, things. I'll leave, live out of these four <laughs> pairs of clothes for, for the rest of my no, life. I'm going to take care of this. It's fine. I've got it. And I mean, we. And I remember sitting on the couch that day, because John and I were both off that day for some reason. And you're at work, and I looked at John, and he's like, don't even tell me that we're going to pack up her things. And I was like, okay, I won't tell you, but just get in the car. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe you just did this. And I'm like, well, oh, well, sorry. I, can't, Here I it couldn't is. either. We're doing this. And we did. We went and packed everything up. And I think Jackson had therapy that day. So... John dropped me in the U-Haul off at your new at apartment. At my new apartment. And I you went to carried... the Well, you went to the office, and the girl had remembered you. Oh, yes, she did. From when you had viewed the apartment with me <laughs> initially. She thought we were lesbians. She totally gave you a key. She did. She's <laughs> like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, I don't know if I trust this or not, because she just gave me the key to your home. But little foreshadowing turns out that place. <laughs> There's a reason I don't <laughs> yes. like that anymore. So we're glad for that. <laughs> but I met your kind of... Interesting neighbor. I met Norman, mm-hmm. who got kicked out of the complex a couple months yeah, later. Yeah, and I nicknamed him Norman because he reminded me of Norman, Norman Bates. Bates. That's right. And I was really scared, but he was super kind and like helped sure, me. He asked to pierce a body part <laughs> for me for free. I mean, who? We won't tell you what body part. I won't is, tell you which one. But, but bless his isn't heart. that kind? And he showed me where he pierced some of his oh, wow, on his own body. Wow. So it was a very colorful place to live. Um, but it was my first little apartment that I got by myself as an adult yeah. and a single mom. And it was one bedroom with 740 square feet. It smelled like pot because <laughs> the former owner <laughs> lived there for six years and was an avid marijuana smoker. You know, oh, I feel like wow. he did it medicinally, but whatever. Sure, he didn't. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, the first few days when you would come back, I'm like, oh, gosh, I would like spray the problem. With no, body it's the spray. It's the, it's, it's the apartment. It's the apartment. Sure. For sure, it smells for sure. like a harem. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, that was the story of moving out onto my own and how I, after what, six months, I couldn't afford it anymore. So <laughs> now I've moved out again. Again. This time, your ex-husband, number two, moved my stuff. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I told John, I said, remember next time, remind me that I'm going to be sick when Lauren moves. So, I'm in really, all fairness, Like, you've moved time, more in the last oh, year I've than moved, I have in the last six years. i moved four times this year. Holy mackerel. Like, start to finish. I moved so much of my life. I really, truly am a gypsy. I could live in a suitcase. I can't even handle it. I probably will not take all my belongings. And I purge every single time. I don't have very much yeah. stuff. I really live on a very minimal lifestyle. Um, but, yeah, this time around, I actually live, is it three houses down from... Roy? I believe so. I think it's three houses down from Roy. So Roy lives two or three houses from you across the street. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the same neighborhood. I'm living with another single mom. So it's kind of ideal. I remember I prayed for this like a year ago. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of... God Even before you got into this apartment, I remember you saying, I did. you could just find a single mom that Friends, needs a roommate. Needs a roommate. Mm-hmm. That's, I've been saying it for so long. God answers the most hilarious of the things that you ask for. Oh, yeah. He doesn't ask... He doesn't answer the ones that like the good ones necessarily all the time he's like oh hold on i got something real funny for you yep and it turns out and i don't and we won't say her name until i get permission but this person that you live Mm -hmm. with happens to be the first person that roy 
dated like seriously dated brought around and I and introduced me to so <laughs> that's interesting I was thinking about this the other night because now you know after now that our stories are told and we're moving on to a different chapter in our blogs and life and life um thinking about maybe having her on it would be fun and just seeing how her reaction was of meeting me I would love it was to interview really you too. interesting it was <laughs> you, so what's funny about that whole story is I remember you telling me this story during oh, that phone yes. call oh yes and you didn't give her name to me and mm-hmm. you didn't say much else I just remember this incident where you were like oh wow Lauren I kind of felt like how you may have felt sometimes oh, yeah. and I was like oh okay it wasn't until like months later that I put the two together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that was the girl. Oh, that was the girl. <laughs> I didn't know she lived right there. Why didn't yeah. anybody fill me in? And That's hilarious. Just all in this neighborhood together. So it's... no one just, yeah, if you want to get in a crazy. Don't move here. Don't move here. <laughs> but highly, 10 out of 10, I do not recommend. Don't. It's a great neighborhood, but you don't want to live here. It's, it's really. It's messy. It's messy. It's a it's messy, messy crazy. place. But I'm excited. I mean, look at this. We started this and we didn't know when we would be finished. We like, and it took us a while to tell Listen, Two our years. lives and are hectic. We left a lot of things out that I think now that we're more comfortable, because I mean we've put so much out we there. We can definitely go back and share we'll some go back good funny and, stories. Yeah, and share some of the dramatic ones, the funny mm-hmm. ones, the good ones, the bad ones. Um, when we touch on other things that we're gonna and stay talk tuned because there's gonna be new ones. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean you know every week comes with something that. We don't expect to happen. Always. And this one did, just like every other week. But I remember John and Roy saying when we first decided to do this, they're like, you know, I don't know what you guys are going to talk about. You don't have a lot to talk about. We've just talked about over two years of material, and we didn't even get half of it in there, really. really. And now... For all these months that we've been working on this, so many new things have happened. That's true. That we have to write about. Hell's so, Bells. Like something a month ago happened for me, and that's a, that's yeah, a blog in and itself. That, that's so, like two blogs. That's so, true. I mean, it's our lives. We I don't, don't share as much of the current. It is very messy. That we, There's a lot of moving. Like I said, there's a lot of moving mm-hmm. parts, and there's a lot that's been going on that a lot of people don't know. We kind of keep it in our little circle we and do. bubble until it's time to share it. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not bottling it up inside anymore, oh, yeah. so that's healthy. Um, but, yeah, there's going to be a lot to come. And then people are going to look back and be like, oh, my gosh, that's what you were, y'all were going through during that? Yeah. Yep. Because there, I mean, we had some tough times during this process, yeah. just um, individually and together. together, like things that were going on in our lives, and and this was a emotional. The beginning coaster. of it was very very hard because we had to relive things that I don't think any of us wanted to, no. and never thought we were going to have to. It got a lot easier, and we were reliving it while everybody else was. And we're also to it. reliving it while we're still cultivating a co-parenting relationship mm-hmm. and learning to trust each other. Because trust is, isn't built overnight. And this has been like any other relationship. We've had to work very, very hard yeah, at it. Yeah, we still work every day. All the time. It. It's hard. It's really hard. And there's a lot of tears shed and I'm sorry's given and I love yous and yeah, I need to speak right now. Which, by the way, this is pretty funny. So April, the last time we were all together... Um, she yelled at John and I, 
and told us that we needed to get our stuff together <laughs> and like just have a conversation. Like get it out. She I was like, done. You got some So here's what's funny. So he well, he and I went outside, we had our little chat, we thought it was really good. And then she's like, now anytime, John, that you have a problem with Lauren, you need to talk to her. He pulled me yeah. outside four, four more times. times that I'm like, okay. He, he took there. me very literally. He took you too literally because yeah. he would sit there and be like, I hope something's coming to mind. Yeah, okay, I gotta take her outside. That's not, Maybe not everything. Write them down on a piece of yeah. paper. Just keep, keep a notebook in your, in your he phone. He took you so literally. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, he's going again? And it would like, be like the smallest wrong? thing. And I'm like, okay, all right, we good? Let's yeah. go back inside. And, and then 10 minutes, minutes later. There we go. Okay, I need to go back outside. Oh. Oh my, oh my god, don't ever tell him to do yeah. that again. You're cut off. Sorry. That was a horrible plan. <laughs> but hey, things got really good after that. It's like you with telling him to type me pages of text. Oh dear god. That was a horrible I idea. Just, I just say, you know, it's hard when you're writing things to get your point across and you don't want it to come from mm. a negative place <laughs> or people to take it the wrong way. So I'm like, okay, really pour your heart out. No. Yeah, don't pour your heart out to Lauren. No. She doesn't enjoy No, that. and he doesn't really have, like, a heart <laughs> towards me, so that's not a good idea. I feel like this is not him. This is this totally is a, a robot. Movie. But it really wasn't me. I was just on the other side saying, hey, maybe you should say this. Can I autocorrect you doing yeah. this? Can I spell check and add some nice things? He's like, I would never say something like this. Take that out. I think one of the hardest things for John, and I have to give an appreciation to this, has been... You know, John met me when I was 21, mm-hmm. and we divorced right before I turned 30. And during our marriage, I think he still always saw me as that 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. And so we're now trying to cultivate a relationship not as spouses, not as, you know, um, boyfriend and girlfriend, nothing like what we had in the past, just two people that are parents. Right. And it's a whole different dynamic because I'm not that same 21-year-old, even though in his mind... I am, mm-hmm. and I'm, but I'm not, and I'm also not your wife. Right, and but it's hard, it's to, hard to figure to that new that relationship habit. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I know that. And for me, it's weird. People are always like, oh, how could you hang around your ex so much? I don't see him as my ex. I, I, I'm. He's not an ex. I mean, he's a former husband, mm-hmm. but he's still the father of my child, which to me is a bigger role than a husband, if I'm being honest. That is something that I, because I went through that when I was married to Roy. Jerry was always around. Mm-hmm. And I remember people saying the same thing. Why are you hanging around your ex-husband? Well, because we have a history together. And I actually, and children. I like him more now yeah. than I did. I yeah. know that sounds bad, but I get to leave. Yes. <laughs> like, and I get to spend the good times mm-hmm. with him and the boys. And I get to go on and have my life. So I have such a more, like, a bigger appreciation for him now than I ever had yes. in our marriage, as weird as that is. And I don't see, I don't think it's weird. To I me, don't either. To me, he's like a cousin. Like, yeah. I look at him like, I mean, you can't have babies with your cousins, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, in some states, I don't in know. In your state. <laughs> Maybe in my state. Oh, my God. No, but, like, no. you guys are affectionate and stuff, and that doesn't bother me. Yeah. It really doesn't, because the qual- the time that I do spend around my quote-unquote ex is good. Like, it's not bad. Whereas when you're in a marriage with them, it's good and bad and awful yeah. and all this stuff. No, we just get to spend, like, the good time. And then he's happy. So, I don't know. Why wouldn't you want someone to be happy? I, I do. I wish the I happiness want everybody for to be everyone. Happy. And that's why when all of this started happening for us, I... I prayed so hard for that for you. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to find happiness, and I thought you had with that particular person, and you didn't. But I knew that 
not only were you beginning a new fresh start in your own self personally, but in in us, in our relationship. I think this is what I needed more than a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like relationships aren't my thing. I feel like I've, I've tried it enough times. But you, like you said this a lot, that you're fulfilled. I'm very fulfilled. I have every aspect of my life fulfilled truly maybe not the financial part but who does right (laughs) but truly like I have people I go to and I would cry to and I would vent to just like I would a spouse I like to go to bed alone you know I I live every day so much more fulfilled than how I was the years prior Mm -hmm. so and and honestly like getting to know you better I can see why my former husband fell in love with you oh, that's like really it makes sweet. it it makes sense and wouldn't you want to like understand why someone picked someone uh yes i mean i i don't think there's there should ever be a jealousy i seen that with jessica i didn't want to see that in the beginning mm-hmm. for her and jerry but the more i got to know her i was like wow i could see why I he could picked, see why her he picked her because she's got a great personality she's beautiful She's kind, she's caring, she's loving. Mm-hmm. She's just, she was really, or, and she is, I mean, not like she she's is. not. She is a great person. And um, and you want that. You want happiness. Not in the very beginning. I mean, I didn't want Jerry to be happy because. I, nobody does. Yeah. When you break up with someone, especially when you've spent that much time with them and you had children with them, you don't want to see them happy. That's the last thing you want. Especially if you're not happy. Like, right. Especially if you're not. for me mm-hmm. to be like, oh my God, everyone's happy with me. And I wasn't. I mean, I was single for three years before. Yeah. I'm married. I'm going on. I'm going on. This will be year number two coming up. Yeah. So, I I mean, I get it totally in so many aspects. But I'm so glad that we got to tell everybody the whole story from the beginning. And now getting to let everybody see us from now going forward. And how people got got to know us a little bit better. Oh, I'm pretty sure they did. I think that's so cool because, I mean... Some people didn't even know I divorced at different points. They were like, out of nowhere, John I just I told you, there's appearing. still people that don't know John and I are married. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I just, I'm glad people got to get to know us and our story and who we truly are. And Yeah. And I'm excited for the next chapter. I'm excited for us to let people see how we manage our co-parenting relationship, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the hard stuff. And the, the recommendations. Fun stuff. For, yeah. yeah and for us to kind of give our... How to's from yeah. now on. Yeah. And not that we're a professional, but I think we've been through a lot and I we can say we're experts on the not to do's though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so why not take advice from us? Because who well, else you have failed a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Live your life better than we did. We can show you how to do that. Yes. Even though it's what is that old saying? Do as I say, not as I do. My dad grew up saying that. Mm-hmm. That's how I guess I what I tell my kids. Like, do as I say, not as I do. Those who Just can't. because I say naughty words don't mean you can. Those who can't do, <laughs> teach. teach. There we go. That's my other favorite one. We couldn't one. do for a very long time. Yeah, we can, and it's great, and I love it. Can we tell the topic of next week's blog? Sure, go oh, for it. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I had an interesting week. Um, you are such a messy, messy finch. I am. <laughs> you know what's so funny is you think that, not you personally, but mm-hmm. people, they would probably think that you're more feisty than I am. Yeah, they probably would, but, but no, it's, it's not so that. not true. You are not uh-uh. a, contra- a, a com- confrontational. confrontational person. I am. Do you really are? And I don't start things. Like, I don't necessarily go out and say, you know what, I'm just going to pick a fight with somebody. I'm not, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But Nobody when cracks I me up. get 
fired up. There's just no stopping. No, me. there's not. And so I just sit back and I'm like, all right, are we doing this? Yep. Okay. We're doing and this she now. she just kind of was like, all right. She just tolerates me, I think. Um, and, all, and the crazy thing. I do it. I do it. So something happened, and we'll get into it this week when we blog about it, because now nobody's going to be our friend. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, really those are those girls any, that are going to so. blog about us, so we can't even talk you to them. You know, I feel like that's why I haven't been on any more dates. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're scared. I think they're like, scared. Oh God, she's going to tell. Either I'm going to post about it to my Instagram uh-huh. when they try DMing me, or I'm going to talk about yeah. it on the blog and the podcast. Or both, hey. Or both. I mean, you if you know. want to make an appearance, make it awkward. Then do your best. <laughs> so this week, it was rough, and something happened, so... I just told Lauren, I was like, so I've got the topic for our, for this week's blog. Because we have, we sat down in the, what, six months ago, and we made a list of all the topics that we want to mm-hmm. talk about. And of course, more will come on. But this week, we're going to talk about when is it time to introduce your children or your ex-spouse to a new girlfriend or boyfriend mm-hmm. or mate or whatever it is. Yeah. New child bride, whichever you I mean, I definitely want. am not like expert on this because I've done it too soon. Oh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert, and I'm not saying that. But I would say I've only done it too soon, like, once or twice. Yeah. So it's not like My way is not going to be the right way. Or the, but I think if we collectively sit down and write oh, about yeah. this, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I can't wait to see what we I actually have a sing, another single mom friend who explained to me how she does it, and so I'll definitely okay. break into that, too, because I thought she had an and interesting theory on it. because I've done this. I mean, I dated between Roy yeah. and Jerry, so I have a little, and that I mean, was 100 years ago, but still, I've got a little bit of input. But Men were around 100 years ago. Yeah, they were. I mean, I don't know how to date. I wouldn't be able to today, but I can I'm tell you how. The worst not at it. But I thought about putting a poll up on our Facebook page. Oh, good idea. I think I'll do that. Well, you will because I'm not so good at it. So maybe you can do that tonight or tomorrow. Put a poll up and say, you know, get our followers to give us their input on it. Love it. And we'll go from there. So. We're running out of time tonight, but we really appreciate you guys, and we're yes. so excited for next week, all the new changes coming to our blog and our podcast. Thanks for supporting us through this, because this was probably the hardest. Ne- this next go-round is going to be really fun, and I don't think there'll be many tears shed. No, not I think it'll all. be more Mm-mm. just uh, freeing. Well, more. yeah, we can actually share our experience now. Yeah. Yeah, and how we do things. Like, and of course, we'll still give our stories of our craziness because, like this week, when we talk about that, I'll tell you the story of why I wanted to talk about that this week. (laughs) Maybe I'll throw somebody under the bus. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm dead already. She's already embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm the and here I am. I'm the friend that you have to warn people about. I thought it was going to be you. Oh, it's still (laughs) me. It's definitely still me. But hint, hint, this is not referring to me no. for anyone that's thinking that. No. Surprisingly Surprise. enough, I'm not the one in the hot seat. <laughs> I may have some people mad at me, but it's okay. It won't be the first time, and it will not be the last. I love it. I need to be more like that. So, hey, it's very... Really, you just shouldn't introduce me to people because I'm inappropriate. You're inappropriate, but I'm... You're controversial. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little crazy. Hey. I get it from my mama. It's okay. Oh, so that's who we're blaming? We're blaming <laughs> yeah, our mom. I can blame my mom this we're time. We're always blaming our mothers. Bless her heart. <laughs> All right. So join us next week for our blog, podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get caught up on all of our blogs, go to our website, www.wifestills.com. That's right. Remember, with prayer, anything's possible. Good night.